you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel and coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Happy New Year. 2024 is here. It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Now, Greg is out today. We'll get into more of that. He's not feeling well. He, sh- he should be fine. Spoke to him this morning. I got a f- funny story about that. Uh, so it's John Burton, Patton Cook, inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Patton, good morning. Happy New Year, my friend. How are you? Doing good. Happy New Year to you, John. Uh, you've been living it up, I, I understand, Ugh. this weekend, but uh, it is good to be with you this uh, morning. You know what? I'll just be honest. I'm coming off a four-day bender, and uh, <laughs> I need to, uh, oh, man, I uh, I need I need to I need to calm down a little bit. Again, Greg, not, Greg out today. We'll talk about more, uh, talk about that more, but first... Uh, the college football playoff, two games yesterday, two exciting games, two very interesting games. Michigan wins and Washington wins. And here to help us talk about it, he just did three hours <laughs> talking college football and talking about these games, but he's uh, kind enough to give us a few more minutes. Bill King from the Bill King uh, Show joins us. Billy, good morning. Happy New Year. Thanks for doing this. Happy New Year, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah, great to talk with you. All right, well, let's start with Michigan-Alabama. You know, when when these pairings were announced, Billy, and you saw the reaction from Michigan that they had to play Alabama, there, you know, there was a lot of slumped shoulders and a lot of, oh, no, are you serious? So for that reason, I thought, wow, Alabama's in Michigan's head. And I kind of liked Alabama to win rather comfortably. But, man, the physical, the physicality from Michigan on both sides of the ball, defensively getting after Milroe, offensively being able to run the football when they had to. I was very impressed by what the Wolverines did. Pretty early in that game, line of scrimmage, Michigan, no doubt. And and I wasn't surprised that they were competitive, but they were the better group both ways on the lines of scrimmage. And I thought Tommy Reese actually did a good job of trying to in-game fix areas where they could be successful, and he did it. Uh, they had a lead. They had the lead with four minutes to go in the ball game, mm-hmm. and, and needed needed to stop there. But yeah, it was the physicality of that Michigan team—a very well coached game by their defensive coordinator Jesse Mentor as well. What did you think of that uh, that fourth and goal call, um, uh, Milro with the draw? It looked like he tripped over his own lineman, but he wasn't going to get there anyway. Had that not uh, had that not happened, and boy, Michigan had that play well scouted. It seemed like. It was coming off two timeouts, one each team. Mm. And I can see, we've talked about it, this Alabama team, by their standards, is not a real explosive team. Uh, Receivers, nobody really stands out there. Running backs are solid, but there's not a great running back in there. Your best weapon is the quarterback with his hands on the ball in the running game, right? So I understand the thinking. There's a theory that goes like this, and I was taught this about 100 years ago. 
think players, when you're down on the goal line area inside the 10, think players, not plays, right? Yep. Think players, not plays. And that's what they were doing. It was ill-fated. Now, if you go back and watch it, there was a lineman pulling to the left. And that's where the play was and probably could have scored from there, but that wasn't his read and he got blown up. And unfortunately that means you get in the car and go home. Uh, we're talking with Bill King from the Bill King show. Um, Bill to that end, I mean, you talked about Tommy Reese and the game plan and all that. It yeah. didn't seem like they allowed Milrow to really try to push the ball downfield. Is, am, I, am I reading that right? What did you see? Yes. Now, now, what they did after they were sputtering in the first half, late in the half, they did try to send a message by throwing it deep, mm-hmm. knowing it probably wouldn't be successful just to loosen them up because they were getting killed in the trenches yeah. and they were getting killed in everything they were trying to do, whether it was a short passing game or the running game. That did loosen them up. They just don't have playmakers at receiver like those teams that we're used to having where, you know, Jamison Williams comes in and transfers from Ohio State immediately as a star. Right. Uh, Devontae Smith is just a superstar from his freshman year on. They just don't have players like that. Now, not that you're going to get a guy like that every year, but they're just not real explosive down the field in a game like that, and I think Michigan felt that early. Yeah. And, and the other thing is it, it was obvious that Michigan, the game plan was – if, if you're going to beat us, Milro needs to beat us in the passing game, and that's right. where your odds are at their best. No question. Last question about this game. You mentioned it. Alabama did have the lead with four minutes to go. How yeah. about how about J.J. McCarthy leading that, leading that drive to get him in the end zone and get that thing tied? That's why he was a five-star, uh, five and uh, that's why you have a leader like that. That's where you make your name. It, it's not beating a team 52 to nothing week three, right? It's It's how do you do in this moment where there is no alternative? You have to fix everything at the line of scrimmage, and you have to negotiate us down the field, and he did it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a legendary, as, as much history as Michigan has, that's another legendary moment for them, that drive. We're talking with Bill King from the Bill King Show. All right, the nightcap, obviously an exciting game, and you, you know, I felt going in, Billy, that you know, Penix would be the difference in this game. He would make the one or two special plays needed to beat Texas, and he did it, and Washington's going to play for a national championship. Who was, by the way, committed to the University of Tennessee, Mm. ready to sign with Tennessee, and Jeremy Pruitt's staff came in and told him he wasn't wanted. Mm. So (laughs) he ended up at IU. Anyways, yeah, incredible story. Now, Penix goes to IU has that really good year in 2020. Caleb DeBoer is there at the time. He ends up getting the Washington job later, goes and gets Penix, and look where they're at. Phenomenal. They've got two first-round picks at wide receiver. Yep. They've got Penix. Uh, they've had some issues defensively, but that's fine. And uh, they're about a four-point underdog. Caleb DeBoer, right now in his career, John, yeah, and his entire head coaching career has lost 11 games. Wow. <laughs> How about that? That's 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 pretty impressive. Uh, <laughs> who who do, who do you like in a championship? Well, we've got diverse thoughts here. First of all, it is kind of fitting that on the way out the door, if if Harbaugh is indeed going to leave for let's say the Chargers or the NFL, mm-hmm. 
and that's unclear right now, but I think that's probably right. It is fitting that of he's the most hated guy in college football, right? I mean, it's not even close. <laughs> right, right. And, and the cheat, you know, they only win because they're cheating and all that, which I never bought. Right. But it is fitting that on the way out the door, a, a giant bleep you to the entire planet, which, <laughs> which we all know he's capable of doing. Right. Absolutely. He does not care about. It. That is funny. And then going against Washington, which is a sexier type team, I, I guess I like Michigan slightly, but I wouldn't. I, First of all, John, I bet Alabama. So my, my track record here last couple of days isn't good. Yeah. But well, I'm but with you. I was going to bet Alabama. I was going I, to. I didn't. It's uh, I'd probably go Michigan slightly because of the lines of scrimmage. But the team with the playmakers is the team from Seattle. No doubt. Uh, a couple more with uh, Bill King here to open the show. Uh, Tennessee, obviously, they you know they spanked Iowa yesterday in the Citrus Bowl. I don't know about you, Billy, but I was insulted trying to watch that Iowa offense. That was just, that was deplorable. I mean, everybody's praising Ference for winning those 10 games despite that horrible offense. I mean, yeah, Nico was good, and, you know, that was a good defense that they were able to move the ball against. But, you know, when when that offense, when Heupel's offense is clicking, I think they can move the ball against anybody. That Iowa offense, I was insulted having to watch that yesterday. That's as incompetent an offense as I can remember watching <laughs> from a coaching schematically. They do nothing, right? There is nothing that you can game plan seemingly that works. They can't. They they can line up, and run the ball a little bit. I'll give them that. The passing game is a disaster. Mm. I mean, absolute disaster. The quarterback got killed. Tennessee spent the entire day in the backfield. It was, and you know, give them their credit because their sure. defensive front is is a strength on that team. But yeah, Iowa is beyond bankrupt offensively, and his son. And I like Kurt Ferentz. I've known yeah. him a long time. Good dude. But nepotism, nepotism is true, and uh, he, son's gone. Brian Ferentz. That was his last game, I guess, fittingly. And I don't know if you're a coordinator. And they want to interview you. What do you? That could kill your career. I'm not yeah. sure what you do. Yeah. What do you think of Nico? Uh, everything we hoped. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that he doesn't possess to be a superstar. He is. First of all, you want you want measurables. He's six six. Mm. Okay, that works, right? Mm. That yep. works. Yep. He has an incredible gifted arm, and you saw it. For a guy that long, he's very athletic, and he's even twitchy. So he, he scored three running touchdowns where he had to make a play. The sky's the limit there. The, 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 the sky is the limit. And, again, I lamented all year long why he was not getting reps. And, and mm-hmm. with all due respect to Joe Milton, the quarterback position for Tennessee from this moment forward will have a monster uh, jump up from what they had to play with this last year. Last question, Billy, and again, thanks for sticking uh, sticking yeah. around for a few minutes and talking with us. Who thought it was a good idea to put Liberty, A, in a bowl game, B, against Oregon? Well, obviously they qualified. They had a great year, but man, that was, uh, that was not close yesterday. <laughs> you realize that in a 12-team playoff next year's format, Liberty would have been in the playoff and they'd have played Florida State in the first round. It'd been a 5-12 game. Wow. And that's why they're talking about limiting the number of non-P5 leagues. Mm-hmm. They haven't done that yet, meaning automatic bids, conference winners. And 
there's no – I like – Liberty is a well-coached team and a good program, and Jamie Chadwell's the new coach there who's from East Tennessee. He's from the Oak Ridge area, and he's the one that did the really good job at Coastal Carolina. He's a really good coach. But they do not belong in a 12-team playoff or a 14-team playoff or, or a bowl game of that magnitude. They just don't. Yeah. And uh, we saw that. They scored the first touchdown and then got killed. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, does Ryan Day survive this? Because Buckeye fan wants him out in Columbus. Between the Michigan uh, loss and, and this horrible showing in the, in the uh, bowl game the other night. He survives this year. Their AD, Gene Smith, longtime AD there, is retiring. Right. And Gene, Gene's not going to do anything on the way out the door here. He's got, I think he retires officially this summer. Mm-hmm. They've got a new president, Ted Carter, who's taken over. But this next year is the come-to-Jesus year. And if they fall short and then he's oh for the last four against Michigan, I think then they'll make a move. All right. Well, Billy, thank you so much for sticking around for a few minutes. We really appreciate it. Happy New Year. Have a great day. You too, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Bill King, you can catch him every morning on these airwaves from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Produced by Pat and Cook, I might add. It's good to get Billy's insights. All right. So where's Pogey, you're wondering? (laughs) This guy. <laughs> okay, first, Patton, I'm going to put him over. All right? Greg Pogue is a Hall of Fame sports writer. He's a he's a hard worker. He's a determined guy. You know, he's in many ways a self-made man. I have the utmost respect and love for that guy. But I don't know if you heard him call TSU over the weekend. You know, his voice went. So, <laughs> I'm driving to work this morning, and... I got issues myself. I'm driving to work this morning. He calls me up and he's like, Hey man. I'm like, what's up? (laughs) I'm in the parking lot. I don't think I can come in today. I'm like, well, what are you doing here? Why didn't you just call off? He's like, I I don't know, man. It's just what I do. And so, you know, his own wife told him, just call in. You know, he sounded like death warmed over. He was sitting there in the parking lot when I pulled in. (laughs) <laughs> you know, he was he was too weak to get out of the damn car and get in here. And he, I said, A, you're, you know, you're obviously not feeling well. Go home and rest. I said, B, if you get me or Patton sick, we'll kill you. So so Greg is out today, not feeling well. He he tried to give it a go, folks. He was he made it as far as the parking lot. He actually drove here and then decided probably wouldn't be a good idea. So I'm hoping he makes it home safely. Um, so there you go. So <laughs> He's unbelievable. <laughs> you know that this scenario hasn't happened before, but it's been a very uh, Greg kind of pushed through like a warrior, like Will Levis yeah. out there yep. uh, on Sunday. But uh, oh, we haven't even talked about it, that. It's best to just kind of take it easy. It's the new year, Greg. Don't need to start the new year off, uh, especially on the radio with no voice. That's uh, kind well, of yeah. Cool. And like you said, and 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 don't and not even that. I mean. His voice is one thing. Spreading germs to me and you, me or you and getting us sick is another thing, right? And we haven't talked about that, obviously. The Titans uh, losing in Houston. What was it 26-3? to Levis got stepped on. He's hurt. He started. He's hurt. Tannehill had to come in. He got killed. That was, uh, I mean, I don't even know how to what, what to say about that game. I, I, I have no words. I mean, it is what it is, right? You're playing a highly motivated Texans team that still has a chance to win this division. You come in, you know, several of your big guns are out. You don't really have a lot to play for, and that's kind of the result that you get, I guess. Yeah, we got a full show to talk about it, but for me, 
this official, I mean, how many more sacks does Will Levis have to take before we just sit the young man down and say, all right, get ready for next year. Because yeah. next year's You talked the year. about that coming in. Because uh, the, the O-line, what we saw, it's somehow getting worse every week. That was a debacle performance by I the mean, offensive line. Every week you're thinking, well, it can't get much worse than this. And yeah. Credit to them, they go out and prove us wrong week in, week out. But deplorable. Uh, <laughs> this organization has a lot of problems, and fans aren't happy. And you can really tell kind of the mood in the in the locker room after. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're pretty fed up with it as well. I would just start Malik Willis on Sunday against the Jaguars. I mean, what are we doing here? Let it let him play. Let him th- get get some stuff on tape. You know, this whole thing, oh, we're going to play to win, and we want you know, we want to keep Jacksonville from winning the division. I mean, I don't know. You're right. we got a whole show to talk about that. We're going to uh, head to Vegas and talk to Brad Powers uh, up next. But, uh, yeah, Pogey out, John Burton, Patton Cook here. Your phone calls always are welcome, 615-844-5600. But do not call because we got Brad Powers coming up right after this. Just getting started. First show of the new year, Nashville Sports Radio. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. And now for today's winning cash three and cash four numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is 
the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number. They're only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash three and cash four only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top-three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Text the Greg Bogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. And yes, we know Patton has to explain what a text line is to Greg every time. Well, Greg is out today. Tried to come in, tried to give it a go. He was so weak and so sick that he couldn't even get out of the parking lot. So we sent him home. Go home, Greg. Rest. We'll uh, try to get you in here tomorrow. Let's go head out to Vegas and talk with our sports betting guru, the great Brad Powers from bradpowersports.com and bradpowers7 on Twitter X. Brad, happy new year, my friend. How are you, man? Uh, Happy new year. Good to hear your voice. Uh, Hopefully, uh, Greg uh, gets better. Yeah, you know, he tried to tough it out. So, uh, but uh, how how was your new year's, man? Did you do anything fun? I did not. Uh, I've been actually <laughs> under the weather myself oh, for, for about a, a week, so I got hit pretty hard there. Uh, wasn't a profitable one, so I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> this, that, it was uh, not not an ideal start to this uh, 2024, so uh, well, we got work to do. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, which way did you go in Michigan, Alabama? I really thought... We are just talking to Bill King before you came on. You know, I really thought Alabama was in Michigan's head, and I thought... You know they would just do what what they do, but man, they are a different team than the Alabama teams we've seen in the past. And Billy pointed this out. Really don't really don't have that explosive receiver downfield. And you know Michigan was able to play a good, solid, physical game. So had I bet, I would have bet Alabama and would have would have lost. Yeah, I bet Alabama and lost. Uh, but I, I knew it wasn't a dominant Alabama team. Right. I just thought, you know, more proven team. Uh, Saving with a month schedule. to prepare, all that, right? And he's been dynamite. Hardball with a month to prepare had not been dynamite. Uh, Alabama, even though it's not one of their best teams, still you can make a case just as talented, if not more talented, than Michigan. Uh, Michigan didn't play their best football down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And then you watch some of the SEC Big Ten matchups, and you're like, huh. I mean, when you watch Ole Miss beat Penn State, you watch Missouri beat Ohio State, you're wondering, well, I mean, is Michigan any good? Uh, Tennessee crushing Iowa. Uh, didn't line up. Uh, I thought, you know, I, I didn't, I'm not going to sit here and say Alabama was the right side because, I mean, Michigan was controlling the line of scrimmage, especially early. But when you're sitting there five minutes left in the fourth quarter, Alabama up seven, you, you're still feeling okay. You think you're going to win because, keep in mind, you, you weren't laying points. You were taking points with Alabama. Right. Up and didn't work out that way. Story of my year. So, uh, <laughs> pretty fi- I'm fired up. So I, I don't know what it is that's got to change here. If I got to, you know, do, do some, you know, uh, you know, I got to put some incense in here and, do, <laughs> you know, get a, a medicine man to come in here. But uh, something's got to change in the next few weeks and, and the oncoming months. 
Hey, new year, new you, right? Wipe the slate clean, and here we go. Um, uh, in the second game, I definitely would have bet Washington because I just think Penix is that special, you know? Texas is a darn good team. It was a great game, 37-31. I mean, who who could ask for more in a college football semifinal if you if you know if you just like pure excitement, you're not putting any money on it. But man, you know, I just felt like Penix is that kind of quarterback that can make those couple of special plays that could be the difference in the ball game. So had I had I bet, I would have bet Washington and I would have won. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that was the right side, clearly, throughout that one. Uh, even though it came down to, you know, whether or not they were going to win, they were always the right side as far as covering. They were an underdog. Uh, you're right, Penix and the wide receiver core now is fully healthy. With yeah, those guys are great. In the lineup. Very tough to defend, bad matchup for Texas. I thought, you know, we talked about one game coming down to the trenches, uh, Michigan being better. Why? I kind of thought that the other game might come down to the trenches, and I thought Texas would be better. Uh, they were better, but not you know not significantly enough where they couldn't overcome the, the, the deficiencies of their secondary. So uh, you know, another one. Hey, another game. Another you know another game where I did, didn't get the right side. I you know hindsight's always twenty twenty. I probably I just thought it was square. I thought you know probably should have been on the over because uh, that was uh, you know teams moving up and down the field. You you knew both teams' offenses had the edge on the teams' defenses. So. Um, another missed opportunity for me. Well, we'll see if uh, I mean even even uh, you know on a bad day, uh, you know they're, they're flipping coins. A drunk baby flipping coins is going to hit fifty percent. So, <laughs> I mean, my goodness, a drunk baby. You taking me back to my childhood. Anyway, Brad Powers is our guest <laughs> at Brad Powers Seven on Twitter X, BradPowersports dot com. Click the Bill King tab at the top of the page. So. Here we go, Brad. Washington, Michigan for the national championship next Monday. Looks like uh, the Wolverines opening as about a four and a half point favorite. They're laying four and a half. What are your early thoughts on this matchup? I can tell you as we speak because I mean I look at the live odds. Um, Washington's taking money this morning. It's down to four. I mean, okay, it was the highest five and a half in some spots. So the group likes Washington. Uh, I like Michigan. Okay, uh, I, I think they'll win the line of scrimmage. Uh, I, I think what they do is very repeatable. I know Penix is yeah, Penix is great when he's on. If he's on, then obviously Washington's got a chance to win this game, win a national championship. It, what people failed to realize was there was a six-game stretch where he wasn't on, and the big right. reason why you know how could Washington be a ten-point underdog against Oregon because there was a five-six game stretch where Penix was not on. So it, it'll be really dependent on that. I do think Michigan wins the line of scrimmage. Uh, I I like Michigan. I I laid three and a half with Michigan. Uh, it was one of my biggest bets of the year. Over under looks like fifty five and a half. Do you touch that or do you leave that alone? That's a good question. I haven't dived into it enough to, to jump into it. Fifty five is more. You know, if you're saying style of play, fifty five is definitely more in Washington's wheelhouse than Michigan. So, uh, I I haven't gotten to the, the the window yet, and we haven't seen too much movement there. Uh, it's, you know, consensus open with 55. It's 55, 55 and a half pretty much everywhere right now. Gotcha. Um, you know, uh, watching that uh, Tennessee game yesterday, I was telling Billy, I was I was insulted having to watch Iowa's offense. That was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Um, but good on the Vols. You know, they, they uh, I had a feeling they would have an impressive performance. Again, I didn't bet them. I would have. Um, but against Iowa, that's a layup because – it just looks like when you're playing Iowa's offense, you can just line up in your base defense and stop them all day long. That was that was deplorable. How, 
How Ferris got 10 wins out of that slop is beyond me. Yeah, and market bet Iowa, too. I didn't. I, that was one that I got right, but, of course, I didn't. wasn't a strong bet or anything, but I, I laid the points with Tennessee. A uh, couple things. Obviously, you know, a lot of people don't like the Bulls now, but it, one thing that, I mean, if you're a fan, uh, you know, of, of, of the team, you kind of do like seeing it's kind of a preview of next season, so it was a good opportunity for Nico to get a start under his belt mm-hmm. and, and get some momentum going in the offseason. So in that regard, very good for Tennessee. I'll echo your sentiments. Uh, Iowa offense is really bad. Uh, Deacon Hill, the quarterback for them, is not a Division One football player. And, and Dude, he looks, Division he, One. I mean, he, 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 I look, mean he, he looks like he sells insurance and plays flag football on the weekends. You see that guy? Yeah. Not not the fat shame yeah, not, anybody, not, but uh, you know, <laughs> should not even be at the FCS level. I mean, I know Greg calls Tennessee State games. He would not be my starting quarterback there. Not even close. So. I wouldn't even have him on the two deep. I mean, it, very embarrassing, to be honest with you. Uh, I Embarrassing that, that it comes down. I know they had injuries and whatnot. Cade McNamara was supposed to be their quarterback. But, right. uh, that That is just pathetic football. I, I can't believe they didn't go to the freshman. He came in there and at least was running around a little bit. I mean, Deacon Hill can't even run. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can maybe beat him in a sprint. Oh, so, uh, I'm 53 I, years yeah, old. Uh, Brad, I'll race that guy right now. I won't even warm up yeah, and I I'll mean, beat him. Yeah, I mean, really bad. <laughs> but, I, I mean – Young players from Tennessee got got in there, thirty five nothing. You got to feel pretty good if you're, you're a Tennessee fan. I haven't looked, you know, deep dived their schedule and whatnot because I know the schedules get <laughs> considerably tougher next year with Texas and Oklahoma sure. in, in the league. But uh, uh, yeah, you, you got to feel pretty good. Recruiting's there. Uh, you, you got your quarterback. You think so? Uh, yeah, things are looking up there at Rocky Top. Brad, what was the fallout in Vegas after the way that uh, Lions Cowboys game ended the other night? My goodness. Yeah, I don't know if there was too much, uh, you know, one-sided action on that. Uh, certainly, it would have been even better for the book had the Lions won the game outright. Because I mean, you know how, the, you know, the popular the Cowboys are, and I'm sure moneyline Cowboys is relatively popular in that regard. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, that was rough. Now, you got to be careful. There, there's more eyeballs on these things now. People are betting these things now. You cannot have a situation where people question. Uh, the legitimacy of your sport, right? If they, you're always going to have people at the bar thinking, "Oh, this game is fixed and that and whatnot." But if your average guy, you know, if there, there's some doubt creeping into him a little bit, you know, uh, that, that that's a major problem that they cannot have. So, I mean, how do you fix it? I mean, you got to pay the officials more. I mean, it should be. A, I mean, all these guys have different careers and whatnot, and they're kind of this officiating is a part-time gig for them. Cannot should not be the case. With a multi-billion-dollar company, uh, several-billion-dollar company like, like the NFL is, you need to have full-time officials year-round. They just have to be better. Period. That 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 was a mistake there. That just is totally unacceptable. Yeah, Brad. I mean, you know, listen. I'm not conspiracy theory guy, but I am a Giants fan who absolutely, you know, despises the Dallas Cowboys. And I look at how that game ended, where, you know. The guy didn't say it, but he said it afterwards. He's like, I did everything my coach told me to do. So, i.e., that means I did report as eligible. And I mean, and there's film of it. There's video that's what of I'm it. saying. And the guy and, you know, eligible wasn't even how in the can, mix. Brad, how could you not question the integrity sometimes? Like I said, I am not, I am not conspiracy theory guy. I do not believe, you know, professional sports are fixed. Although there's a Sacramento Kings, LA Lakers. Uh, Western Conference Finals game from from about twenty years ago that I still question yeah, to this was, day. Was, you remember that, that one? Was not on the up and up. 
You remember yeah, that one? That wasn't on the up and up. Yeah. yeah. That game was not on the up and up. Uh, there's a couple <laughs> things in the NBA that wasn't. Uh, the, the, the lottery. So you're on board with me there. 84. Yeah. You're on board so, with me there. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, there's some things that uh, aren't above board in the NBA. Okay. All right. Hey, honestly, the Donahue stuff proved that, that, that there were some shenanigans going on. Well, the funny part about uh, did you see the documentary on him on Netflix? I am not. It's no. really good. I highly recommend it. And, you know, he went, it was weird because David Stern, I know we're going down a rabbit hole here, but it's, it's so fascinating to me. You know, David Stern came out and said he was a rogue official who acted alone. Come on, give me a break. And he basically, in the span of that documentary, they interviewed him and he said, yeah, no, we, you know, we, we were all in on it. And then, you know, at the end of the documentary, they gave him another chance to, to, to double down on that. And he's like, no, no, that's, that's not what happened. So, you know, I know i I believe he was paid handsomely to say, yeah, it was just me. But anyway, but how could you not question the integrity when something like that happens on Saturday night? And I don't want to be that guy, and I'm normally not that guy, but, man, that was – I watched that, and I was like, bro, come on. Can't happen. Not with the stakes that high. Uh, isolated game on, on that just cannot happen, and especially when you got the video proof. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right there. I mean, the, the guy that they, they said they declared eligible was three yards behind the other two guys that walked up there. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, it reminds <laughs> me kind of, uh, of the the coin toss in the Thanksgiving game. Uh, I'm aging myself with the Steelers and the Lions. Right, uh, right. I, I don't get it. How you can make that mistake? Yeah, pretty amazing. We're talking with Brad Powers at Brad Powers Seven on Twitter X, BradPowerSports.com. Click the Bill King tab. At the top of the page. All right. So from a betting and gut standpoint, you know, I look ahead. The NFL playoffs right around the corner. We're wrapping up the regular season uh, this weekend. A couple games on Saturday, bunch on Sunday. I made the bold prediction a couple weeks ago that the Cleveland Browns will reach the AFC championship game. Am I nuts? Uh I think I can get one. I haven't. I mean, they're locked into what the five. Seasons, yeah, they're the so, five. Uh, yeah, they so they'll play the AFC one. South champion on the road. Yeah, well, they might even be favored in that game. Right. Uh, to be honest with you, then I mean, you're facing a familiar opponent. Uh, you're not going to be overly intimidated by the Ravens. Lamar doesn't have a great postseason track record as of this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, that'll be something Flacco back to Baltimore. Wow. I know, right? Great storyline. <laughs> Great ratings there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can see it. Cool. But, yeah. I mean, they're going to be they're going to be sizable dogs to the Ravens. I mean, the sure. Ravens right now, power rating-wise, are the number one team in the NFL. See, that's the thing, right? Because that's going to be the stigma. The, the Ravens have been great this year. They've blown out a lot of good teams. They've had you know, a ton of wins. Lamar's probably going to win his second MVP. But from a betting standpoint and from just a, you know trying to figure out what the heck's going to happen standpoint, Lamar's got to prove it in the playoffs. He's got one playoff win, and that was here in, uh, in Nashville against the Titans' COVID year. Yeah, no, I mean, that really – that doesn't leave you – and they got Flacco coming in, a uh, guy that, that's got a, a lot of wins under his belt. So, man, I, I'm already – I wasn't even thinking that, that. The possibilities of that match. I know, man. I know that the TV execs are excited about something like that. I was looking at I I was just scanning some articles on sports betting, Brad, and uh, they uh, New York Post. Somebody from the New York Post had bold predictions for 2024 for sports betting. Do you have any bold predictions for the sports betting world for 2024 and or a New Year's resolution? 
Uh, I don't want to be negative, so we'll... we'll <laughs> uh, that'll be my resolution. I need to be more positive. But I, I would say the, 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 the gambling and betting space, you'd like to be optimistic, but it, the, the, the content that is, is popular, the discourse gets more negative and the less IQ. I mean, that's just, that's reality. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I don't have high hopes, to be honest with you. Wow. Well, on that happy oh, note. I have high hopes that I'm going to turn this thing around because uh, this past season was unacceptable on every level. So, <laughs> and I'll pay for it. I mean, I have paid for it, and I'm going to pay for it. But, uh, but I, need to, I need to be better in that regard. And it's just not, oh, we'll pick some winners. Right. Oh, I mean, it's a process. I mean, so uh, – but there's a lot of uncertainty, I can tell you. I mean, obviously, college football is my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I, I, everyone's going to ask me this and that. I don't have the answers. This is something totally different. I mean, 12-team playoff people, what, what, what are you going to do with betting? Because the national title futures are already up. Who's going to win the national title? I'm like, I don't feel like betting it right now. It's a 12-team playoff. I'm sure there's only three or four rosters that are capable uh, of winning three or four playoff games in a row. So I, I, I don't I, – it's a totally d- different dynamic where I, I don't have the answers as we stand here at the, on January the 2nd. Well, on that happy note, Brad, get your plugs in, my friend. <laughs> Bradpowerscourse.com, dead top of the page, Bill King tab. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, X, whatever you kids are calling it, uh, Brad Power 7. Brad, you're the man. Happy New Year once again, and appreciate you coming on, all right? Happy New Year. All right, there he goes, Brad Powers, with a not-so-rosy view of the future in sports betting. We'll talk about that. And take your phone calls. We're wide open until the top of the hour, as Greg would say, if he were here and weren't out sick. 615-844-5600. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often, there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's 
super fast and easy. And I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Cool Deck LLC, the Dexpert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in a child's life. This message is brought to you by Cool Deck LLC. For decorative concrete, resurfacing for patios, sidewalks, garages, pool decks, and more, give the pros a call today at 615-836-9595. 615-836-9595. Visit CoolDeck.com and like them on Facebook. That's Cool Deck LLC. They're professionals who care. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. 17-1 and one in SEC play. And win the SEC tournament. They would still get left out if they didn't win the SEC tournament. You're it's right. Over. If they got to the championship game and lost in triple overtime, they'd it still is be over. out. They're, <laughs> playing, they're playing for the NIT. It's sad that we're talking about this. It's not even Christmas. We already know the fate of Vanderbilt right. basketball. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. One is in great shape. The other is, well, a shape. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Greg out today, not feeling well. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Happy New Year, January 2nd. First show of 2024 and... Pat and my 2024 is already off to a not so good start. Had a little incident in the in the parking garage last night and uh, dented up the passenger side of my car. So oh, uh, I just bought the sob back in late September, and so and you know I I'd resolved this year to be better with my money and make better you know smarter financial <laughs> decisions. And you know I downloaded that Rocket Money app, and I'm, I was going to go through and and maybe get rid of some of these subscriptions that I'm not losing using rather. And you know and now I've got uh, I've got that to look forward to. So I can't wait to get that estimate. Oh, figure. John, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's well, life happens, man. It you know does. what? It's funny because I was scrolling through Instagram today. And uh, a couple of my friends of mine were, and people I know were in some really bad car accidents. And my one, my one friend, Stacia, who's just one of my dear friends, she's a total sweetheart, uh, local girl. Um, She was in a really, really, really bad car accident. She got banged up pretty bad, but you know what? She's still here. And uh, another, another person I follow on Instagram was in a really bad car accident as well. And you look at the, you look at the footage or the pictures that they took about their cars just being totally just totaled and how they are still here so you know i'm still here i kind of had a weird experience on the lake back home back in july so you know what i'm still here i'll handle it god doesn't give you anything you can't handle absolutely it'll be fine you know i'll just i'll i'll figure i'll figure something out so anyway uh looking ahead to the 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 titans game i mean there's really nothing really to talk about the texans game if you want to we can 615-844-5600 i didn't realize obviously the obvious things right probably ryan Tannehill, almost definitely ryan Tannehill's last game as a tennessee titan coming up you know will he start i wouldn't start him i would just put i would just throw malik willis out there and say hey man run around have fun 
You know, make some plays. Let's see what you can do. Um, because as a service to Ryan Tannehill, I would say, you know what? You you deserve to go into uh, free agency healthy because you won a lot of games for us. You helped us win a couple of divisions, a lot of playoff appearances, a couple of AFC South titles. Obviously, the Derrick Henry thing is going to be the big story of the week. Is this going to be Derrick Henry's final game as a Tennessee Titan? His contract is up after this year. Of course, Titans, Jaguars, uh, noon kickoff Sunday. Uh, you can watch it on News Channel 5 and CBS. And there's that factor. And I didn't realize this, Patton. The uh, the Titans, if they lose, would finish 0-6 in AFC South play. And that's not something you want to do. You know, no. it, it's you don't want to go winless in your division. But I really Jaguars, couldn't tell you last time that happened either. Because I mean, even in their rough ones, they'd beat the Jaguars. Right. I was reading once. Nick's article in the in, in Tennessee, and Nick Suss who's, who does a great job beat you know beat writer for the for the Titans. He, even those even during the 2014 and 2015 death march, they managed to win a divisional game. So that's so that's the motivation, and uh, you know the whole spoiler thing because obviously if Jacksonville wins. Uh, they will win the AFC South for a second straight year. Do we know um, Lawrence's status? He didn't play last week because of the shoulder. I haven't seen nothing. I would imagine they're going to try to shoot him yeah. up and tell him to get out there because right. for the division, right? Yeah. Because if they lose, then the winner of Texans Colts Saturday night wins the division. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yep, that is correct. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm not really sure where this this thing will go on on Sunday for me. I, to to be honest, I didn't watch a lot of that game. After they got down early, I was thinking, well, this thing's over. Will Levis right. is out. Right. I'm ticked off. Traylon Burks <laughs> is dropping passes in, in the first quarter. Yeah, that was. I mean, good. it was it, it was just up and down a, a disaster. And I I mean, did the defense play lights out? But with what they had out there, I yeah, mean, well, they played hard. Them. The defense played hard, man. They were they were yep. grinding. I you know I got a lot of respect for Al Shire. That guy's been sick. He's been banged up, and he's you know. Nothing to play for. That guy's just throwing his body around, doing yep. everything. It's, it's it's pretty impressive, especially even you know without Jeff Jeffrey Simmons. All right, uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Doctor D before we go to the break. Doctor Detroit joins us. Doc, I feel for you. That was a screw job Saturday <laughs> let's night. Bringing our man past. <laughs> you, you got his open or not? All right, hang on, Doctor D. We're coming to you. We got it. All right. Dr. Detroit, that was a screw job of epic proportion Saturday night. I feel for you, sir. I'm just, I'm not going to say a word. I want you to take full control. I knew it. <clears throat> Remember, God gave me a gift. It's called premonition. Mm -hmm. I predicted the Wolverines would win by 10. They won by 7. And I knew that some debacle was going. I told the hundreds of Lion fans. And, hey, I didn't dare go to Slaughterhouse last night because at halftime of the Tennessee game, I called Ann Arbor Bob, the owner, and he said, we're already filled to capacity. <laughs> so there's no use of me getting on I-24 right. and having a nightmare on M Street trying to get down there from Laverne. Right. So I just stay put at home watching it myself. But – what a tremendous! I mean, both college football games is exactly what you expect to win, to be there on the throne, to play each other, to continue being on the throne as champions. And I really feel like I hope it is Jim Harbaugh's year. 
uh, in the Wolverine Nation. Uh, but, hey, real quick, and I, I'm going to be in light on this. <clears throat> so this really r- raised the red flag even further about the refs. I've heard they're going to have a huge, huge meeting after the NFL season's over with. Mm-hmm. So some heads need to roll. But our chances of playing Matthew Stafford in the Rams, does that still look pretty good? It does. Yeah, it, it does. I'll take that. Wow. I'll take that. And, but, hey, I want, I want a rematch. I've had people stop me at Kroger's, John Burton, and said, <laughs> Doc, you got robbed. I'm here for you. I've got you. I got your that back, too. Rigged. I mean, John, what does three players go up and talk to the referee about? I know. I know. That was Are a screw job. Just hold them afterwards? Yeah. And, Doc, I got to let you go. We're up against the break. Oh, yeah. But, you know, congrats to Michigan. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I would love to see Detroit go back into Dallas and play them in the playoffs. I really would. I I would favor Detroit. I really would. All right, Dougie Fresh, you're up next. we are uh, got one more break back after this. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. 
One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Call or text the Greg Bogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show at 615-844-5600. Greg out today. John Burton, Pat Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. Greg hopefully will be back with us tomorrow. A little under the weather today. Let's hit the phones before the top of the hour. It's Dougie Fresh. Happy New Year, Dougie. Happy New Year to you, my man. What's going on? I kind of hated that you... uh got a self-inflicted wound on your car but i quit investing in cars a while back man you know it is a depreciating asset right but i drive a lot and you know i'm 20 minutes from everywhere so i need i need i need a i need a late model more reliable car but uh yeah that was uh that was a disappointing start to my 2024 well i hate that for you thanks uh, also your partner in crime instead of you guys wishing him to go home and i'm glad he didn't Whatever it is he's got, I'm glad you guys don't get That's it. That's what I'm saying, but man. I, if he came of, in here and got us sick and been like, it's Greg Pogue, John Burton show, you know, with a with a screwed up voice, I would have killed him if he'd got me sick. My wish is that instead of going home, that he goes to the doctor. Because <laughs> it sounds like it's pretty rough. Yeah, he'll be all right. He's tough. He's, well, my, he's, my he's, Kentucky. About, he's from Kentucky. He's tough. Uh, you know, anything you can rub some salve on in Kentucky, right? That's right. Uh, my thing about the Titans, I've been saying this. And your war cry was to be the spoiler, and I'm with Patton. You know, I was kind of – the TV was on mute, kind of occasionally glanced at the TV and saw the whooping going on. Mm-hmm. There was nothing about spoiler that I saw. What I saw was an embarrassment. So I've been saying for a couple of weeks, let Malik play. You're not going to keep him. Right. Let him there. Yeah. Your top I, two Dougie, I'm with you. Let him – you're not going to keep him. It's pretty obvious. You know they're going to sign. They're they got cap space next year. They're going to sign a veteran quarterback, I believe, to back up Levis. You know, let let Malik Willis get out there, run around. You know, try to put some good stuff on tape. You know, do him a solid. There's no way good stuff will be on tape, but you won't get your two (laughs) quarterbacks broken. (laughs) Well, yeah, and to me, and I'll say this: do Ryan Tannehill a favor. He won you a lot of games. Let him go into free agency healthy. Don't stick him behind that offensive line again. I would say, bro, we stood out there behind that raggedy line. I've done it. Levis has done it. Dad, you're it. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting offseason for this Tennessee Titans team. It really is. It's going to be a pivotal year for them, Dougie. So, But uh, Happy New Year, man. Thank you so much for the call. Appreciate it. Much obliged. Thank you. Yeah. Failed to mention that Teresa Walker is going to join us at 1025. She normally joins us on Monday, but of course we didn't have a show yesterday because of New Year's. So we'll get her thoughts on the Titans and what we saw in the college football playoff and Tennessee with the 35-0 win over Iowa um, in the Citrus Bowl. And your phone calls. It's John Burton, Patton Cook, filling in for the Pogie Bear. Nashville Sports Radio, another hour to go. Stick with us.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News. I'm Derek Dennis. New details on a fiery crash between two SUVs and a crowd outside the Kodak Center in Rochester, New York. Happened overnight on New Year's Day. Three people killed when a Ford Expedition loaded with at least a dozen gas cans blew up. Preliminary ID on the driver, 35-year-old Michael Avery. A rideshare vehicle containing two passengers in the back seat was pulling out of the theater parking lot and was struck by Avery's expedition. <clears throat> this created the chain of events that followed, leading to the death of the two rear seat passengers of the rideshare vehicle and the injuries of at least nine Pedestrians. Rochester Police Chief David Smith, Avery also killed. Overseas in Japan, an inferno this morning at the Haneda Airport in Tokyo. A Japan Airlines plane caught fire after hitting a Coast Guard plane and crash landing at the airport overnight. Five Coast Guard members killed. All of the nearly 400 people on board survived. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. WNSR. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. 
If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Hour number two of our radio program, Greg Pope, John Burton Show, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. We're presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Greg out today. Uh, tried to give it a go, but uh, kind of got a little uh, down uh, under the weather over the weekend. Actually made it as far as the parking lot here this morning before he realized, you know what, it's just not worth it. So he's home resting. Hopefully he'll be back with us tomorrow. Again, John Burton, Patton Cook. Uh, Happy New Year, our first show of 2024. Hope you had a great New Year. Speaking of the Omni Nashville Hotel, uh, I stayed there on New Year's Eve. I had a friend in town, and, you know, we did our thing on Broadway, and we didn't go to Bicentennial Park. That was too crazy. But, you know, watching all the footage on TV, it looked amazing, boy. I tell you what, this whole, you know, New Year's Eve in Nashville, that's become that's going to become a tradition. And they booked everybody to play uh, at various bars in and around uh, downtown Nashville, of course, Bicentennial Park, the big stage. Lainey Wilson put on an unbelievable show. It was it was pretty cool to watch. I don't know how much you watched it, Patton. Yeah, record breaking too. I believe two hundred fifty thousand wow. people yeah. were downtown for yeah. that. So, boy, do, can we throw a party in this freaking town or what? <laughs> we not, got, a, not enough we, stuff going on around. We, here. we got that down to a science, man. But uh, you uh, you did the quiet uh, New Year's Eve at home, right? Sure did. Uh, or, or with with family. Exactly. Uh, fi- my fiance and I went over to my grandparents' house, uh, ate some terrific. By the way, news. shout out Lexi. Happy New yeah, Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, had some uh, ribs, mac and cheese, nice. corn, and then uh, stopped off where I live. Uh, fireworks are allowed. We're allowed okay. to shoot them off ourselves. So went to a tent. Uh, spent a, a little cashola on some fireworks and mm-hmm. then shot them off all night long. It was fun. All right. And I, I see you got all 10 fingers, so you're good to all go. 10, all <laughs> 10 toes, 10 fingers. That's good. To, that's We're good. living. Okay. That's, that's, that's great to see. Yeah. We had, you know, had a great, great weekend. Actually, my buddy came in town from Pittsburgh and he got in Thursday and, you know, we did our thing Thursday night, Friday night, uh, Saturday went to the uh, music city bowl. Uh, congratulations, uh, to Maryland, who uh, took apart the Auburn Tigers. Uh, so we watched that, and uh, we're sitting in the same section as Darren McFarland and his son, so we had a good time. And, you know, um, shout-out to Darren. Happy New Year to the McFarlands. You can hear them from 2 to 4 on these airwaves. Their first show of 2024 coming up later this afternoon. Um, so, yeah, it was great. But by, you know, by the time we woke up yesterday, I was like, okay, that's it for a while. And then, of course, I go and dent my car up. So, you know, <laughs> I was, by the way, I was not under the influence of anything last night. So, you know, that's life. Way to start off 2024, right? Yep. All right. Teresa Walker joins us at 1025. But right now we go to the phones. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. And that music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around the National Football League. 
Eric, I got a question for you. Do you yeah. smell what The Rock is cooking? We buried the oh, lead yeah. last night, folks. Yeah. The Rock came back to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, he's I challenged saw that. Roman Reigns. How about that? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think that's going to happen. Not necessarily at WrestleMania, but they've got a show that allegedly is going to Saudi Arabia or something like that. And I, I definitely don't think The Rock's going to win the title because a lot of people think that that's still going to happen with Cody Rhodes. But uh, they they believe that that's coming. That he's still supposed to wrestle him. I believe before WrestleMania in Saudi Arabia. Because we'll, that we'll makes sense, right? Because that makes sense, yeah. right, Eric? Because you can yeah. put it for the title. Yeah. Roman can yeah. retain and be like, all right, nobody yeah. can stop me. And all of a sudden, here comes yeah. Cody. Yeah. That makes sense. Or, may, or maybe he doesn't get pinned or something like that. Maybe it's a screw job finish or whatever. Right, or right. Yeah, I don't DQ know. finish maybe, or something. Maybe yeah. Protect Rock, something like that. Yep. And John, let me say this: Detroit got screwed. I'm, I'm saying that to you right well, now. Well, this is a Dallas Cowboys screwed. fan saying this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I take no joy in the way we won. But I also want to take a look at it from two different perspectives on both the Detroit and Dallas side that a lot of people are not talking about. A lot of people are focused on the play. I've heard a few people talk about it from both sides from the, these perspectives. But here's this. First of all, Dallas gets the interception. Mike McCarthy, what are you doing? Run the ball and run the clock out or run as much time off the clock. Yeah, you're throwing three passes and run only 11 seconds off the clock. And the second play, where you throw it out of bounds and help Detroit preserve a timeout, he is just so terrible when it comes to stuff like that. He's talking about, well, I thought you got bailed out because of a horrible officiating job. The Cowboys, and I love Dallas, but you deserve to lose the game, especially, by the way, you played that, that series. That was just so ridiculous. I, you know, I, I'm mad at that. Well, I, mean, I just I, feel – As I just a Cowboys feel... fan, I'll take the win, but that was just – yeah, I just I feel bad for the Lions fans because that would have been yeah, the biggest yeah. regular season win for the Detroit Lions in at least thirty years. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And and I think shot no at the call, two seed, call. maybe the one. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, and you got bailed out for that. And if that had happened, I know you can't do that. But I, as an owner, if I saw that, I would have probably fired them on the spot. You know, but you know, but anyway, it, it is what it is. And I think it's going to cost them the playoffs. Now, having said that, from the Detroit perspective. I heard Cowherd say this and Olofsky say that. After that happened, you got to kick the extra point force over time. I agree. You, you, you know, you, you can't be, and I know they got bailed out again when Dallas was offside after that. I just would have given up, kicked the extra point, and tried to go to overtime. I mind his guts, his moxie, and his hooks, bro. And I know yeah, but that gets him in trouble sometimes with, with, yeah, with Dan yeah. Campbell. You know, he's going for it for like fourth and five on his own twenty-five yeah, yeah, too yeah, much. Yeah. And they also you know, it's on one thing to be ag- it's one, the ball to, yeah. yeah, it's one thing to be aggressive. It's another thing to be yeah, just yeah. downright dumb. You know, you're you're yeah, you're facing yeah, an yeah. explosive offense. You haven't stopped yeah. CD Lamb all night. You're going to give them yeah. a short field. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 I'm going to get more to appreciate in, in in a minute, John. But yeah, and it makes me nervous because I will say this. If Detroit and Dallas meet, it could it could be in Dallas, or depending on what happens Sunday, because you know you never know. Dallas lost to Washington last year, but it 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 if they make the playoffs, more than likely it'll be in Dallas. I definitely think Detroit's going to be fired up and motivated. It would scare me. But next year, if Dallas wins the division, it is guaranteed Dallas will go to Detroit next year. By the way, it's if, and you know the fans going to be all over it because I think the division they play next year, all four teams is the AFC South. Because I think last year they played the AFC, uh, the NFC North. I'm sorry, NFC North, mm-hmm. and uh, with the four teams in there. So next year it's going to be the South. Because this year they were playing the West. But uh, the thing is, yeah, I would be scared of Dan Campbell. In fact, I'll even go record and say this: I think the team that has the best shot of being the four nine realistically is Detroit. Dallas got waxed, 
and San Francisco got waxed. And I think only reason I say that is because Jared Goff has faced the 49ers before when he was with the Rams. I would, and with Dan Campbell, I would like their, their chances better beating the 49ers. Well, not that'll happen. We'll see. But yeah, they, yeah, they, they, I don't. Detroit definitely got screwed. Yeah, yeah. And thanks for the call, Eric. You know, the thing about it is, man. You know, Patton. I don't know. I like Dan Campbell a lot. You know, he's a former New York Giant. You know, he was on the 2000 Super Bowl team. Um, you know, he's 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 a tough guy. He's a good coach. But man, the the playoffs are all about making the right decisions during crunch time where everything's on the line and you know what's get really tight. I just don't I don't know if I trust Dan Campbell to make those right decisions because he coaches so much off an emo, off emotion. He's such an emotional guy. And you know, he goes for it I think way too much and I agree with Eric and I agree with whoever he was, you know, you know, Orlovsky and Cowherd or whatever they were saying. You know, at that point you got a chance. Just just kick the extra point going to overtime. Maybe you win the toss and go down the field. I get it. You haven't stopped C.D. Lamb all night. He had an incredible mm-hmm. game. So if Dallas gets wins the toss, there's a chance they go right down the field and score a touchdown. And you're, but, you know, what if you get an interception? What if you win the toss? What if you go down? You know what I mean? You're on the road. You know, once ball at the seven-yard line trying to get a two-point conversion? I don't know. Well, and if you remember to kind of Mike Vrabel's first two years, you had the London game. Against the Chargers, they mm-hmm. go down, score, have a chance to either kick a field goal to tie it to really sit. I know there's still some time left, but to tie it and send it to overtime, he goes for it and misses it. So yeah. I, I think Vrabel, is, as much as I bashed him a lot this year, he's a good head coach, and he's learned that uh, you can't be a player coach. Uh, you need the cool, calm, collected presence on the sideline because everybody else is running, uh, running right. around like a chicken with their head cut off looking to win the football game. Dan Campbell's got to learn as you're not a player no more. You're the coach. You're the leader of that sideline. And as good as that would have been to have worked, uh, to me, I think they deserved not to get it because that just wasn't the smart play, I don't think. Yeah, and I'm going to be rooting for Detroit, man, because like I said, this is a long time coming for them. They haven't had a team this good, you know, like I said, since I was a senior in college, and I'm 53. So it's been a long, long time, right? about 30 years or so. So uh, you're right. And it's just, plus it's just going to be tough. Uh, anybody that goes into San Francisco, if they're healthy and I don't want to hear any more of this Brock Purdy's assistant quarterback. Uh, he's a good quarterback. You know, people don't want to believe it because he's Mr. Irrelevant and this and that. And yeah, you know, listen, Mike Sh- or Mike Shanahan, I'm thinking of his dad. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is one of the best offensive coaches in the history of this league, but he's got weapons and he's putting Brock Purdy in situations to be successful. So, you know, based on the way Philly's playing right now, based on the way Dallas is playing right now, you know, Detroit would be a great story. I don't see anybody going into San Fran and winning. I, re- I just don't in the playoffs. Well, and as things stand right now, McCaffrey's set to miss uh, the last week of the season. Of course, they've locked up everything mm-hmm. they need to lock up. But Is he banged up or they're just going to put him on ice? Up, yeah, he, uh, banged up his groin, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it just uh, nothing major. But, right. I mean, John, kind of what happened with the Ravens where you really don't play the last week, then you get the bye. It's three weeks since you played mm-hmm. a competitive game. You need him to go ready, and I, I get it. You want him to be healthy, so I, that's just something to look out for, uh, kind of a cold Chris McCaffrey in, in the second yeah. round of the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. We'll see. That'd be almost a month uh, since he would have played, obviously. Uh, and uh, other storylines from the weekend in the NFL. How about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Mm. Mike Tomlin, you can't kill me. 
I refuse to die. Yep. Somehow got nine wins out of this roster. They go up to Seattle and win. They're gonna, you know, he's gonna uh, extend his streak of never having a sub five hundred season as head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now they may or may not get in the playoffs. They need to win Saturday night in Baltimore and get some help. But it's just, you know, and it's funny. Trust me, I got my ear to the ground in Pittsburgh. I worked there. I covered Mike Tomlin. I covered the Steelers for a long time. The fans want him out, and it's like. He's not going anywhere. I, you know, if I were doing sports talk in Pittsburgh today, I'd be like, all you people that want Mike Tomlin out, forget it. It's not going to happen. And, you know, obviously but, he uh, needs he needs a better offensive coordinator, <laughs> and he needs to you know make some changes. But all these, I mean, they've been hammered, they've been pounding their fists in Pittsburgh, saying we want Tomlin out, we want change. He's not going anywhere. No, and I, I will say this though, uh, Jeff Fisher got a lot of bad rap for nine and seven. I mean, that's Mr. Mike Tomlin. That's, uh, that's him. The past yeah. decade. So I mean, let's. Uh, the fans are saying that, but I, I think you told me this one time. The national media and the kind of local fans' perspective mm-hmm. of Mike Tomlin, it's two, two totally two different, totally things. different things. Yeah. So the national media loves Tomlin yeah. because you know he says he's you know, quirky things at these press conferences. Right. And, you know, from the outside, from the 30,000 foot viewers, it's like, man, this, this guy's got his finger on the pulse of the Pittsburgh Steelers. But, you know, he let Antonio Brown run amok. He let Le'Veon Bell run amok. But trust me, Ben Roethlisberger was a good quarterback, probably going to make the Hall of Fame. He was no angel. Yep. And <laughs> he let a lot of stuff go because they won. But here's the thing. Right, everybody says you know the national media says Tomlin's a great coach. I can't put him in that category for two reasons. Number one, he never beat Belichick and Brady when it counted. Mm-hmm. Never did, and not only that, got blown out every time. You know, it was a meaningful <laughs> game. Like Belichick and Brady toyed with him, and they blew him out. And then number two, you think about that loss to Jacksonville in the playoffs when they were the two seed. You know, they that all their players look past that game, and they're they're thinking we're going to go to New England and get our revenge. And you let Blake Bortles come into Pittsburgh and light you up and score 40-some points? Are you kidding me? I, I got I to ding him for yeah. that, too. But unbelievable job by Tomlin. You know, really no quarterbacks to speak of. And really disappointing for the Seahawks because yeah. that, that's opened the door now, I believe, for the Saints. I believe they are. There's another team. I, I can't remember. There was a team that needed something to happen. The Rams, the, maybe? Or? The Rams. That That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, who, so, who squeaked by my Giants. That was that game was crazy. So, um, I mean, they they, they had the driver's seat, and here they are. And uh, Pete Carroll kind of let one slip. A game they should have won. I mean, it's Mason Rudolph at the helm. You, you got to beat that Steelers team. At home? At home. You know, but the thing is, I watched, because my buddy's from Pittsburgh. We watch, You know, we're at bar lines watching that game. And Pittsburgh just ran it right down their throats. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they they had no answer for the for the Steelers running game between Le'Veon Bell and Jalen Warren. I mean, that's that's all they really did. And Rudolph made a couple of plays in a passing game, and that was it. And you know, I think Pete Carroll panicked in that game a little bit, and you know, made some, made some questionable decisions. But you know, there every year, I, I my buddy told me he said, you know, I I have not known a year where the Steelers weren't. Highly competitive and competing for a playoff spot every yep. year. One year they started 0-4. They finished 8-8, and and they just missed the playoffs. They needed to win their last game, and uh, two other teams needed to lose. And the one team lost, and the other team was about to lose on a chip shot field goal, but the dude missed it. <laughs> hate to see it. You just yep. hate to see it. Teresa Walker's going to join us in just a couple of minutes, get her thoughts on everything going on. 615 844 
5,600. Uh, we'll also talk about the Preds because the Preds have suddenly uh, hit a little bit of a skid here, but uh, the, as they will look to get back on track. John, final question here before we say Yes. It. How much, too much for OG and Anobi, your New York Knicks? Uh, no. I, I like the trade. Okay. I do. Um, you know, listen, RJ Barrett's a good player, but has he has he lived up to the number three overall pick? No. And I know Knicks fans love Emmanuel quickly, and I love I love Quigley too. IQ is great. But you know, you have a guy here that can run the floor, he can he can defend. You know, he's not a guy that needs touches or need right. needs the ball. And I like just the fact that the Knicks did something because they were kind of stuck there in neutral. Good team. Certainly not a great team. Probably not on the level of Milwaukee and Boston in the East. But they did something. And when Mitchell went down for the year, they had to do something to address that. So yeah. I actually like the trade. All right. What say you? Too I, much? I, I thought maybe a little at first, but kind of like you said, and that's something my, I think my Cavaliers are going to have to find out. Really, are you okay with where you're at, or do you want to take a risk? Because right. I think you knew what the Knicks were in this kind of landscape of the Eastern Conference, but what OG gives you is something he he can be a Giannis stopper potentially in the postseason. So we'll we'll see. I, I like his matchups. Uh, Tatum is another guy. You need somebody to guard those guys if you're going to beat them in a playoff series, and right. I think that's what he is. So well, Cavs have done a really nice job, despite you know. They've been better. Being out. Yeah. <laughs> They've been better since Darius Garland's been out. I, I, I thought they fought really hard last night and um, ended up falling short. But with how this team's playing, I, I don't know what to do, John, quite frankly. Yeah. Anyway. I, mentioned, I mentioned the Preds, by the way. They host the Chicago Blackhawks tonight, 7 o'clock at Bridgestone. Oh, it's on NBC Sports Channel and Valley Sports, of course. All right. Teresa Walker joins us from the Associated Press next. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit jacksonboonracing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Mokara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. 
If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. The traditional first year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10 year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20 year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Pat and Cook, John Burton inside the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. Greg out sick today. Uh, hopefully will be back with us tomorrow. He made it as far as the parking lot before he realized, you know what, probably not a good idea to uh, come in today. And like I said, if he'd have gotten me sick, I would have killed him. But uh, get well, Greg. We'll uh, hopefully talk to you tomorrow. Well, no show on Monday because of New Year's Day, so we move Teresa Walker back to today. She joins us now, the Hall of Fame sports writer from the Associated Press. Happy New Year, T. How are you? I am good, and I'm mad at myself, JB, because I heard you say something late last week, and I, I was thinking, make a note of this so you can jump all over John for that, that ridiculous opinion. And now I can't remember it, so... <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> was that my I'll find something else? Was, that, was sure. that my Cleveland Browns bold prediction or uh no, 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 no. It was something else and I and I'm just so mad at myself, but uh I, I tell you, I, I, I will say this. I spent Sunday and, and, and I was being accused of being a rabel apologist because I get the first question and I just right. want to make it clear. I don't care that I get the first question. I do appreciate it and I'll take it. Sure. Um but uh and I'll also say I think I've maybe earned it. Uh, after you know covering this team for 27 full seasons in the state of Tennessee, absolutely. But for the people who think that I'm excusing what's going on, no, I'm pointing out why this team is where it is. Seven one-score losses, and they've been you know, and and you know, three-point losses in each of their last three home games. That tells me that while this team is bad, they're not that. They're not horrifically bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, 
I've I've seen this team be blown out and and not competitive and and I've heard people say that that loss in Houston was among the worst. No, 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 no. That was when Zach Mettenberger and Ken Wisenhunt thought that Jeremiah Patasi <laughs> could handle JJ Watt with no help. Right. Okay. Right. I've seen worse seasons for this franchise. And, you know, the fact is that this team, I felt, yeah, I, I, I couldn't tweet it out because I might have lost my job, but I wanted to hear <laughs> the gist from the battle of, you know, the big battle of the, the bees in late in the Game of Thrones series. Mm-hmm. I, I, felt, I felt like that guy pulling my sword, batting off all the, the angry Twitter fans, <laughs> the Titan fans on social media on, on Sunday. So it's like, trust me, nobody wants this season over more than those of us who cover the team regularly. Right. And, and, and yes, the fact of the matter is John Robinson's fingerprints remain over much of this roster. Even with the churning that they did this offseason, they just didn't have enough cap space. They didn't have enough draft capital. Let's see what this front office does starting next week. And, you know, things will really pick up at the end of February and March when free agency actually gets close. But, it's going to be different next year. Why? Because they're going to have the wherewithal to go out and change things, okay? I'll just say this. Thank God they made the trade for Nick Folk because if kicker was still an issue, oh, my God, then it would be bad. I uh, I disassociated myself with Titans Twitter because it drives me nuts, as I'm sure, <laughs> as you just illustrated. What uh, What is Titans Twitter saying? Do they want Vrabel out? Like what? Vrabel are they just be fired? Yeah. He hired his his best buddy and Tim Kelly. Uh, he needs to change the staff. I guess they missed the the, uh, the announcement uh, of all the coaching changes that were made last off season. And you know, my, you know, yes, I think it would have been better if maybe when he brought in Tim Kelly, he, if he'd gone ahead and fired Todd Downing then, mm-hmm. rather than you know that might have made it a little easier. Um, and, and then, oh yeah, uh, it, this offensive line, yeah, it's bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like guys. And yes, there's people on this roster that I don't know who they are, or where, I, I'm trying to remember where they brought them in from. <laughs> that they're having to, to, you know, last count, 17 on IR. Yeah. I mean, and and and, and yes, I circle back around. Look at how many players that that were taken by John Robinson in the draft that are not on this roster, and you know, guys that shouldn't have been taken that were. I mean, yes, you can still lay this. He's been gone for more than a year now, but you can still lay this at the feet of John Robinson, okay? And this isn't a cleanup on aisle eight for this franchise. This is a cleanup of the entire store that's going to be happening uh, once this season ends. And, and yes, I mean, Rabel will need to look, and it will happen, look at everybody on the coaching staff and see what can happen. But, guys... When you use, you know, it's been a revolving door at left tackle, right tackle, guard. Uh, you know, your dra- top draft pick, I know people would love to see Pete Skaronsky at left tackle, but they believe he's a left guard for 10 years. You don't go switching trying to fix one thing when you've got a chance to plug one hole in the dike at this point. So, you know, leave him at left guard and, and try to build from there. And, yes, offensive linemen, uh, skill position top need positions going into the off season and, and let's see what they can do. But, you know, will there be some seats that are hot this next season? Yes. 
But uh, I did love one report that came out. I'm looking at it yesterday, and I'm like, what, what, what? Michael Lombardi was saying that, you know, John, you know Mike Vrabel's contract was up. And it's like he literally told me on the red carpet in L.A. two years ago, less than two years ago, that he just signed his contract extension. So uh, Mike Lombardi had to back off of that. Mm-hmm. Again, trust people who actually cover this team. Teresa Walker, a little fired up to start the new year from the Associated I Press. I am, baby. I've been up for a while. <laughs> Teresa M. Walker on Twitter X, uh, uh, of course, from the Associated Press. T, uh, percentage chance, all right, given all that, percentage chance that Vrabel's back next year because that's probably my bold prediction that you didn't like that um, I kind of, I intimated that. I think there's a chance Vrabel's not back next year, but it would take a lot, obviously, right? Either a trade or a mutual agreement or whatever. So percentage chance that Mike Vrabel's back coaching the Titans next year. What say you? I say 99.9. Yeah. Uh, because here's the thing. NFL contracts are not like college contracts, okay, mm-hmm. where there's buyouts and things like that. Right. And you've got to have a team that wants to give up, you know, and if I'm Amy, I'm saying – uh, it's going to be two first, two seconds. You know, get whatever it was that uh, Tampa Bay gave up to get uh, John Gruden back in the day, and, and to get him a Super Bowl. Uh, but here's the thing: Why would Rabel want to leave at this point? This team, you know, I, I double checked. Uh, Spot Rack and Over the Cap both have the Titans with the second most mm-hmm. cap space available this next off season, and. They have draft capital. Remember why they traded Kevin Byard right. uh, to let him have a chance at the Super Bowl and to add more draft picks to this team, more draft capital to work with. They're going to have a top eight draft pick. I mean, why leave when your fingerprints are uh, you know around this facility? Okay, the construction literally is done on expanding this facility. Uh, you know that they actually work in. And, you know, he's had a uh, year, almost a year now, to work with Rand Carthon as GM. Uh, remember when he was introduced, collaborative effort, okay? So for people who want to say, well, John Ra- you know, guys, uh, all, the in, 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 all the hints and information that I've been able to gather, I don't think Mike Vrabel had as much input on these draft picks under John Robinson as people want to make it seem. So calm down. And, you know, I know that the, the smoke is coming from Boston, okay? And I don't know about you, but it seems like they want the Ferrari, you know, because they're ready to get rid of the broken-down truck that is Bill Belichick. Mm. So uh, why leave now when you can make a tweak here or there and, and, and get your hands on this roster with Rand Carthon's, uh, you know, assistance and remake this team into what you want it to be? Yeah, to your point, Teresa, uh, the league allows you, if you know what you're doing, to fix things inside of a year. So you're right, caps, cap space, draft capital. Uh, you know, seemingly you have your young quarterback and Will Levis. What's your comfort level in him being the guy going forward? Uh, I'm, I feel very comfortable. I mean, he's shown me things as a rookie that, you know, for a rookie, are impressive. I mean, the ability to stand in the pocket and throw downfield knowing you're going to get hit. The ability to scramble around, uh, you know, throwing the ball at the feet of a receiver when you're under pressure to avoid a sack. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing those kind of things. From a guy who didn't get to play but one preseason game, you get a chance to improve this offensive line. And, my God, I don't, I'm not even going to say it because I didn't think the offensive line could get worse than it was a year ago, mm. and it did. Mm. But they should be able to fix this now, this offseason, right? 
and, and take a massive step forward, get him some more help, and, and you, you, know, you can make the changes to, to, to surround him with help. And, again, uh, let's not forget what he did in his debut, okay? He, you know, he's one of the best at throwing the ball down the field and, and, and completing passes. So, I, 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 you know, he put the ball on Traylon Burks' hands at the beginning of the game on Sunday, and that was a drop by Traylon Burks. So I, I'm looking at this saying that get him some help. We've got a quarterback we can build around, and he's on a rookie contract for the next three years. So you can take advantage of that as a front office. I've seen enough. I mean, I think that the AFC South, at least in C.J. Stroud and, and – and Will Levis have got two young quarterbacks. Haven't seen enough of Anthony Richardson. Uh, guy's got to show that he can stay healthy. And you know, Trevor Lawrence. Um, hmm. Well, he he I, he seems to have regressed this year. But this is a division where uh, I, I think there's young quarterbacks, and and the Titans should be happy with what they've got at number 33 and build around that for right now. Teresa, how would you approach uh, this regular season finale? Um, you know, obviously Levis got banged up, couldn't finish the game last week. Tannehill's heading into free agency. To me, and I'd be curious to know what you think, I would just throw Malik Willis out there and say, go run around and have some fun and put some good stuff on tape because I don't think he has a future here after after Sunday. Uh, well, there's a problem with that. I mean, we saw him run around in the final minutes in London, and it was not good. Uh, how many more people do you want to get hurt? Uh, and that is an absolute possibility with Willis out there, okay? Um, so, you know, yes, if Will Levis is physically capable and his right foot is not, you know, you can't, if you can't hurt it any worse, you play him. Why? Because these, it's the same reason why it was smart of Tennessee to start the Vols, to start Nico, and I'm not even going to say his last name. Ian Maliava. I know. The, uh, the announcers were botching the pronunciation <laughs> so bad that I, 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 I'm sticking with Nico because I, as much as I yeah, had it's it like in my Tua. head, they, they, threw it, yeah, they threw it off of me. The Samoa Slinger. I like that nickname. Yeah, Anyways, I dig that. You remember Jack Thompson, the throwing Samoan? He was backup quarterback exactly. in Cincinnati. You remember him? I sure do. So let's just go with Nico, the slinging Samoa. All right. But the Samoa slinger. But here, here's the thing. He needs reps. And these are valuable game reps that you cannot mimic the speed of the game until the season opener next year in September, okay? Uh, preseason won't do it. The offseason program won't do it. Training camp won't do it. So these are these are the most valuable reps that Will Levis and the rest of the players that are on this roster will get until the season opener next year. Well, oh, my God, sorry, I forgot that it's 24. So nine months from now right. will be the most valuable reps that he can get. So, yes, you, if he can play, if it's not going to make something worse, you get him out there and play. And Ryan Tannehill's not under contract after this year, so I'm sorry, you paid him a lot of money. If Will Levis can't go, you do go out there and try to win, if only for pride, if only to – there's still a lot of youth on this roster that needs to learn how to finish games, something that they did not do enough of this year, which is why they're in the situation they're in. Guys, I mean, the last three home games, losses by three points, that's how close they were. You win two of those, you're, st you're, you're playing for a playoff spot on Sunday. So that's the measure and the line of good versus bad in the NFL and learning to win does matter.
Speaking of Tennessee, 35-0 win over Iowa yesterday in the Citrus Bowl. And, yeah, Nico played well, um, you know, looked good, looked the part. Obviously, Dylan Sampson had a good game running the football against a good Iowa defense. But I said at the top of the show, T, I was insulted having to watch that Iowa offense. That was absolutely pathetic. It was offensive, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, I was offended. Yeah. They did not score a single point against a ranked team this season. And it's like, uh, I know that Kirk Ferentz is beloved in Iowa. I think it's because he kept turning down NFL job offers. Right. Um, and, and it's like, in his contract, last I checked, was through 26. If I'm Iowa, I'm like, dude, you sure you don't want to retire sometime soon? The defense <laughs> was great, but not against good opponents. Uh, so uh, I, I would, yeah, I mean, I, and it's funny. So I didn't watch College Game Day, but somebody tweeted out that everybody on that show picked Iowa. And I'm like, why? What? You've got to be able to score points, and that's one thing that Tennessee under Josh Heupel has proven they can do is score points. Uh, I, I did not understand that, and uh, you know, if Tennessee fans be happy, uh, you know, if, and if I'm Josh Heupel, I, I'm, I'm pounding that portal, saying, "Do you see this young man? Come be a receiver here and join us, and let's see what we can do uh, going into a season where you just have to be in the top twelve, and you're going to be playing in a playoff for a national championship." So. Come join us, baby, is what I'm pitching. All right, T. Man, you came out the gates hot in 2024, all fired up. We love it, man. So happy new New year to you. Yeah, easy for me to say. Happy new year to you, and I will definitely see you this week. Look forward to it. Sounds good. Thank you. And take care, and happy new year to everybody. All right, there she goes, Teresa Walker from the Associated Press. We're wide open till the top of the hour. You can give us a call, 615-844-5600, Nashville Sports Radio. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. 
Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Princess Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. You look at Vanderbilt and, you know, during my time there, and I was there seven years, but the reality was we went to a couple of bowl games, and I think Vandy's been to seven bowl games in the school history, okay? Uh, and we beat Tennessee three years in a row, and that's never been done. We beat Georgia, okay, uh, at Georgia, and I don't know the last time Vandy's done that. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live from the Strike and Spare studio. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Greg Pogue, John Burton Show. Nashville Sports Radio. Greg out today, not feeling well. Tried to come in. Foolishly, I might add. (laughs) Hopefully he'll be back with us tomorrow. So I never really got your take on what the Titans should do on Sunday, uh, Patton. I mean, you know, it's a lost season. You know, <laughs> you only have probably one more game to uh, to deal with Ryan Tannehill, who's not one of your favorite guys. Levis is banged up. You know, Teresa, who was just on with us, said, you know, if, he's, if he can go on that foot, get him out there. I don't know. I, I'm still... If you missed it at the top of the show, I said just put Malik Willis out there. Let him run around and, you know, I know Vrabel's mentality is like, well, I'm going to coach and we're going to play to win this game. And and that's, and that's fine. But I don't know. To me, what's the point? Well, I will be going on Sunday. Why? I don't know. You're going, um, but I will be there. Yeah. Um, one last game for the season. Um, for me, John, I'm with you personally. I mean, they could throw Carter Vrabel out there, and I really wouldn't care. <laughs> to be brutally honest with you, Jen I, Vrabel, yes, Jen could go out there. I, I don't care. I don't don't really care. But no, I'm I, I'm I'm with you. The the winning and the culture to me, I mean, that's pretty overrated. I, I think, in my opinion, because I've said it a few times on this show. If there isn't one person back from last year other than Will Levis on this football team and Jeffrey Simmons, mm-hmm. I really don't care uh, because right. 
to me, it's not good enough. I, I look up and down the roster. It's really not good enough. DeAndre Hopkins is good, yes, but um, moving forward, it, it, he's he's getting older. Is he going to be just as good next year? That's, and does he want to be a part of this? Does he want to be? That, I think he's in his mind. He may be thinking, "Man, I put some good stuff on tape this year. I want to go to a, I want to go to Kansas City. I want to go to a contender." You know, but I, I just look at every pretty much every position group other than the D line. I, I can get behind the defensive line. Harold Landry started to come on. He had right. got his ten, ten and a half sack. Of Autry's the up after this year, right? Autry he, is he's up. Probably not going to be back. I would guess. Yeah, don't see him coming back next year. I, I just see major questions, and it's all from the Titans' doing. That you look at where they're hurting right now: offensive line mm. in the secondary, mm-hmm. tight end, mm-hmm. and wide receiver. It is all positions that they have swung and miss on year in, year out. Not only in round one, round two. Look at, I mean, I look at Roger McCreary. Is he a second-round cornerback? I mean, he's okay, but he's a, he's a slot corner. I mm-hmm. mean, you can get that in the seventh round. Right. A second-round corner is someone's locking down your number one wide receiver. I, I don't know. I, I just look, the way this team is drafted, we deserve with how bad we are right now. Because we've earned it uh, with how bad you are on free agency and uh, in the draft. It's a wonder it took this long, quite frankly. Are you painting as rosy a picture as Teresa just did? Hey, cap space, top 10 draft pick, well, draft capital. I mean, because the reality is, if you know what you're doing, this league is designed so where you can turn it around in one year. Yep. You, but you got to know what you're doing. You got And everything you do, draft-wise, free agency, Trades, whatever they got a hit, but you can. It's doable, right? Yeah, I do get that point. Um, there are, I, I did like what I, Carthon's first draft class. I'm pretty okay. Yeah, with. The, yeah, this is pretty good rookie class. It, it, They've been, all contributed. Been very good. No real bust out of round one, which has been a quite frankly a a, a normally at this point. But I look at his free agent class, John, and I, I, I like Aziz Alshire, mm-hmm. no, without a doubt. He gave Andre Dillard ten million a oh year. Oh my god! And he swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. It's you're almost better off throwing out uh, daily, uh, whatever his right. first name is, because right. at least he's making the vet minimum. You're paying Andre Dillard ten million a year in his dead cap next year, John. I looked at it; it's a hell of a number. So he's going to be back next year. They're not going to cut him because it's going to kill your cap space. Right. Right. So for me. That gives me worry. Uh, that offensive line, they have got to get that right next year because if you don't, John, I love Mariota, and some of it was him, but damn it, they killed him. Uh, that offensive line, it, they oh, broke him year yeah. in, year out, and here he is now backing up Jalen Hurts. So, I kind of feel the same way about Daniel Jones. It's very similar. you know, Quarterback with some good skills, but never really given a, a proper chance because too many head coaches, too many offensive coordinators, bad offensive line. Yep. You know, and uh, yeah, I'm just, I feel the same way. I love Marcus. I wanted him to be the guy. I definitely did, right. but I understand why the, why the, why the choice was made. So uh, in, again, interesting off season for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, by the way, I want to remind everybody, uh, we got Grizzlies basketball tonight, 630 pregame Spurs at the Grizzlies. So Wemby coming yep. in to face uh, Ja. And he's really started to Wemby's, come on. Wemby's coming on, bro. Yep. I like Wemby. 
Now the Spurs are still terrible, which is yeah. honestly best case scenario for them. Exactly. You're seeing Get back what you in the lottery. See. You right got back. Wemby. You add to him. Yep. You're right. So here we go. Yeah. So that's we won't get to see him on these airways, but we will hear his exactly. name being called. So what you do is you 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 plug into the cable broadcast, yep. and then you turn down the sound, and then you turn up WNSR so you can hear our friend, friend of show, mm-hmm. Eric Hasseltine call the game you're probably gonna have to sync it up you know maybe you know but there's ways yeah you can you can you can make it happen of course uh as you said preds tonight chicago blackhawks coming into town preds uh well they they had that a uh, couple game losing streak and then uh they got a three two uh win uh overtime win was it overtime or shootout the other day against the uh, washington capitals so um oh, uh i believe overtime yeah yes it was overtime so um you know, still kind of maintaining. And we're going to have peaks and valleys with the Preds. We've talked about that at nauseum. You know, they were hot. They they were cold to start the season, then they got hot. Now they're kind of mid. But uh, it should be a fun game with uh, the Blackhawks coming into uh, Bridgestone Arena and all their wonderful fans. You're going to see a lot of Blackhawk jerseys walking around on Broadway tonight. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. All right, let's take our final break. We'll come back and wrap it up. And now, Childress Collision Center is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Childress Collision Center. Family-owned and operated, Childress Collision Center is backed by a century of combined experience. From a scratch or a dent to a full collision repair, trust Childress Collision Center. Stop on by 1108 8th Avenue South in Nashville or call 615-266-4441. 615-266-4441. That's Childress Collision Center. They're people who care. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, And anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Craig Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. Hopefully Greg Pogue will be able to join us tomorrow. He was out sick today. Yeah, we're both off to a great start in the new year. He's sick and I uh, dented my car yesterday. So trying to negotiate the uh, parking lot situation. So. Hopefully that's not a harbinger of what 2024 is going to be like for yours truly. Only up from here. Yes, that's right. See, I like that. I like where your head's at. Don't forget, we got the McFarlands at two. Shout out to Darren. Saw him at the uh, Music City Bowl. Him and uh, his son and uh, a couple of his friends having a good time watching Auburn get. We were sitting smack dab in the Auburn section. (laughs) And there was just, I mean, there were a lot of angry people screaming in thick Alabama accents. Come on, man! So, you know, that you was... go from almost beating Alabama to yeah. just getting curb stomped by Maryland. University of Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Tua, Tua's brother didn't even play. Right. And the guy that played quarterback played really well. Um, I'm going to say something that is probably not going to be a popular thing for me to say in this part of the country and in this state. But I think it's kind of refreshing that we don't have an SEC team playing for a national championship. There, I said it. It's out. You know, you want to ridicule me? Go right ahead. I mean, you know, I'm really happy that Michigan beat Alabama. I'm not the biggest Michigan fan, but, you know, I thought the way Alabama got in at the expense of Florida State and Georgia, to me, was a little sus. So I I was pleasantly surprised. I had Alabama winning that game, but I was pleasantly surprised to see uh, Michigan win that game and knock Alabama out. And also, like I said, in the second game, great game between Washington and Texas. Uh, you know, instant classic. Texas, you know, driving for the win late, but they come up a little short. I just thought Penix would be the difference in that game, and he was. 430 yards passing, and, you know, and the, the there really is an East Coast and Midwest and Southeast bias in this country because Jaden Daniels was great this year. Yep. And had I had a vote, I would have voted him for the Heisman, but, man, Michael Penix Jr. is that guy. He is him. Yeah, he he had the West Coast problem where he was playing at nine o'clock exactly most nights. Now, right, everybody was in bed by, <laughs> by halftime. A lot of his games. I I see what you're saying, John, and it's two undefeated teams. I mean, look at their records: fourteen and zero, both of them. Mm-hmm. So they're. I think they are the two best teams. And as much as Vegas has tried to shot down uh, Washington's credibility all year long, they they give them no love, man. Keep on winning. Yeah. And they will be underdogs one more time. Uh, 
four-point uh, underdogs against Michigan. I don't know what to make of that Peach Bowl with Georgia and Florida State. I mean, whew, that was because I thought both teams were just going to be like, all right, yeah, we're here. We'll go out and play and see what I mean. That was that was brutal. But to me, that does not justify the committee leaving them out. I'm no, sorry. No, it doesn't. Yeah, anybody but, that thinks that, in my opinion, you're wrong. And it really, really shined a light on the issues going on, quite frankly, with college football, NIL, opt-outs, a lot of discussions uh, this offseason. No question. Grizzlies basketball tonight, taking on the Spurs, 630, right here in these airwaves. The McFarlands, Darren and Justin from 2 to 4, they welcome your phone calls, and they mean it. Preds tonight, taking on the Blackhawks, as we said, at Bridgestone Arena. So a lot going on. We'll be here tomorrow morning to talk about it and take your phone calls. Hopefully Greg will be back with us. Happy New Year, Patton. Happy New Year to you, John. First show of 2024 in the books. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Jim Rome, or who's ever filling in for him, is next. <laughs>